for some, the championship is over. But if you're watching this video, it most likely means that your championship is still on the line. Well, Joe and I are here to help to give you eight players that we think are going to boom in week 18. Hut, hut, hike! Yeah, as you mentioned it, Steve, uh, this is a tough week as we got some teams that are out of it. Some teams are playing backup quarterbacks. You know, other teams resting starters as well. So kind of tough to kind of pick your players or guys you want to rely on. But uh, my first player that I think is going to have a boom week this week is quarterback Nick Mullins. Blah. I know you saying blah, but Lions have allowed the sixth most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks and the eighth most passing yards to opposing quarterbacks. And just a couple of weeks ago, he was the starter against the Lions at 411 passing yards, also had two touchdowns. He did throw four interceptions, but even with those interceptions, he still finished as a QB 11 on the week, a top 12 quarterback. If he cleans up the turnovers this week, I mean, he's got, he's got potential to, you know, be in the top 10 or top five, maybe at the quarterback position with guys, you know, Carson Wentz is starting. Yeah. Guys like Blaine Gabbard out there. I, I don't know. I think you can do worse than Nick Mullins this, this week, Steve. Oh, Joe, I don't like this at all. I don't like this at all. I mean, when it comes to Nick Mullins, I mean, he was benched and now he's getting back into the starter role. He doesn't have TJ Hawkinson to throw the ball to. Jefferson's been kind of banged up all year. Addison's sort of questionable. I don't know. And the Lions are angry, you know, after what happened with the Cowboys. Aren't you a little bit concerned? I mean, you're talking about a boom. He's going to boom? Yeah. The, the Lions secondary is that bad. I mean, the Lions can be bad all they want, but that doesn't change the fact that their secondary is still not that great and quarterbacks have been able to take advantage. So, I, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, the, the weapons, Hawkinson definitely is a big loss, but still got guys like KJ Osborne. Um, you know, Brandon Powell's been making plays. So, hot take on your end, Joe. But uh, my my next player is going to be, and I got to say, I'm pretty excited about this guy. I got to tell you, Joe. <laughs> well, it's wide receiver George Pickens. Uh, of Baltimore. course, you're excited about this guy. You know, on paper, this does not look like a good matchup for Pickens. However, we know that the Baltimore Ravens are benching their starters this week uh, since they already clinched the number one seed. And since Mason Rudolph has become the starter in Pittsburgh, I can't believe I'm saying that, Joe. He has been the wide receiver two and wide receiver 11. He's had a total of 15 targets, 11 catches, 326 receiving yards, and two touchdowns. Joe, I've been telling you, this guy is explosive. and He's, a, he's the guy you want. You don't want Deontay Johnson. And in my mind, you, you can't not start picking at this point. Uh, I think he's going to blow up again this week. Uh, he's going to help the Steelers get a win in a pivotal divisional matchup against the Ravens backups. Yeah. I mean, the reason I don't mind this play this week, Steve, is the fact that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer as that quarterback for the Steelers. And, uh, you know, it been he's been starting for the holidays. I don't know if it was a coincidence there, but Mike. Oh, boy. He has been uh, actually throwing the ball to George Pickens. And the reason why I always liked Deontay better was, you know, Kenny Pickett and even Trubisky always threw to Deontay more, but Rudolph, uh, Mason Rudolph has been just throwing it downfield to George Pickens, and he's clear the, clearly his number one guy, and he's been supporting him pretty well. And like you said, against the reserves of the Ravens, I don't mind just uh, call up for you. But Pickens has always been more talented, though. 
Yeah. But at the end of the day, that doesn't always matter. You know, uh, he could be more, he definitely is more explosive, more talented than Deontay Johnson, but Deontay Johnson just gets the more of the, you know, volumes and targets and makes just enough plays. Well, this isn't a Deontay versus Pickens debate here. So who's your next yeah. uh, player who you think is going to boom here? So my next player is going to be running back Kenneth Walker. He gets to face the Arizona Cardinals and, you know, they have one of the worst run defenses. They're one of the best matchups for running backs and expecting Kenneth Walker to take advantage. I know he's, you know, been questionable. He's got the shoulder injury, but he, he's still been playing and it's still expect him to do pretty well in this game. The last time he faced the Cardinals, he had 26 carries for 105 yards. He didn't find the end zone in that game, but that's something he's been able to do of late. And, you know, coupled with the yards he's going to get in this game, if he's able to find the end zone this week, unlike he did last time, he'll be one of the top RB finishes. You're not concerned by Zach Charbonnet's usage? No, I've never been concerned with the <laughs> Zach Charbonnet's usage. I told you that. Kenneth Walker was going to be the RB1 this year, and he You're really right. has been. You called that. You got that right. I got yeah. that really wrong. I, I told you. I mean, that's what Pete Carroll was doing. I mean, even when they uh, drafted Rashad Penny, they had, you know, Chris Carson. Chris Carson, you know, stayed the guy, and that's kind of what they've been doing with Kenneth Walker. So my next boom player, and Joe, I'm going to try this again, all right? I'm going to go ahead and tell you to start Stephon Diggs week 18 if you have him. He did not have a good game against the Patriots, and I recommended that you start him and that he'd be a boom play. Well, he only had four catches for 26 receiving yards. He's been on a really bad streak. However, the last time we saw Diggs play the Dolphins, he had his best week in the entire 2023 season where he had six catches for 120 receiving yards and three touchdowns. On average, the Miami Dolphins allow 19.4 fancy points per game for wide receivers. Bills need to win, I believe, to get in the playoffs. and They're going to need to rely on digs. So, you know, if you're still in your Week 18 championship, I'm still I'm going to play him. I, I don't know. I would not be starting this guy with confidence. I don't care what he did the last matchup with the Dolphins. I mean, just since the bye week, you realize he's been the wide receiver 52, 45, 53, and 55. And that's with PPR points even. Uh, Like, I I just, ever since Brady took over, philosophy of this offense has changed. Josh Allen is throwing the ball less. They're running more. And I I don't know. I just, I I wouldn't be able to start digs with confidence. So you'd bench him. You would bench him. If you have better options, you might want to. I mean, he's just been such a disappointment. I don't know how, I mean, other than his name, I don't really know how you do start him. Um. And honestly, there's potential, you know, with the injuries that the Dolphins have. I mean, the Bills kind of blew them out in the first game. And there's potential for that to kind of happen again in this one. Miami's a sieve, though, on defense. So, I mean, if any, if, if Diggs is going to capitalize on any matchup, this seems to be the one, no? I would think so. But it just, I don't know. He just doesn't seem, he's still been getting the targets. But, I mean, he hasn't had more than, since the, I mean, since the bye week, like I'm saying, I mean, he hasn't had more than five receptions in a game. He just doesn't seem to be utilized for whatever reason in this offense. And like I said, they've been running it more, and Josh has been spreading the ball around more. I mean, this is a good matchup against Miami, but, uh, you know, 
he's had he's had some other good matchups. I mean, even against the Chargers are a good matchup, and he had five for twenty nine, which is the most receptions that he's had since the bye week. So I don't know. I don't know how you, it, it come championship time. Um, if I could take a a flyer on, um, you know, somebody else, even a guy like maybe Brandon Cooks uh, against Washington. And just bet that he's going to get a get a touchdown like he has mm. been. He's kind of been touchdown dependent, but at least he's getting the deep shots down the field. I might I might take the risk and play a guy like Cooks over Stephon Diggs at this point. I gotta say, Joe, I'm impressed. You were prepared for the rebuttal there versus Stephon Diggs. That was that, that was good work by you. Thanks. So, are you enjoying this video so far? Well, if you are, show your support to our new channel by hitting the subscribe button and liking this video. We'll be creating videos all NFL season long, so you're not going to want to miss what we have in store. So, Joe, uh, who do you have as your next boom player? My next boom player is going to be running back Samir White. Um, I, you know, I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to play in this one. I don't really see the point of the Raiders putting him out there to play. Uh, I saw that he's going to be a game time decision. And so I'm expecting Zamir White to get the start like he has been. And the Broncos are the second easiest matchup for running backs. Uh, with, with the, given that matchup against the Broncos, I think he's going to get utilized a lot and, you know, should have a boom game in this one. Well, you've always said with the Broncos, their biggest thing is they can't stop the run. Can't stop the run. They can't cover tight ends. <laughs> right. <laughs> that That's basically what happens with them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, even Ezekiel Elliott uh, had a you know had a good game uh, and was a finished you know had double digit points for you at the running back position and finished pretty well. Yeah, I think that's a safe call by you. Matchup makes a ton of sense. My next boom play is going to be tight end Juwan Johnson going up against the Atlanta Falcons. In my view, let's continue to ride the hot hand, shall we? I mean, with Juwan Johnson, <laughs> he's he's on a three week touchdown streak. Uh, he had his best game of the year last week uh, where he had eight catches, 90 receiving yards, and a touchdown on 12 targets, Joe. This is a guy that you and I both liked uh, you know, heading into the season during the preseason where we were talking about players that we think that could take that next step. Saints don't really have a lot of options right now when it comes to the receiving game, and Derek Carr is accustomed to heavily targeting a tight end. We saw that during his days in Las Vegas, and – I like the play even more, Joe, if Alvin Kamara doesn't play um, because he did leave the game uh, for, and I don't know, I don't believe he ever came back. And we know that Carr just dumps it off and it's Captain Checkdown. So if he can't give it to Kamara, who is he going to give it to? Well, we kind of know our answer with Juwan Johnson. So Atlanta's 24th against the tight end. Uh, so uh, I think Jawan Johnson's a great a great value for you. And most likely he might be available on your wire, to be honest with you, because this is a guy who probably wasn't rostered for most of the year. It's possible that he's out there. There's a lot of tight ends that you probably aren't going to be able to play this week. No Isaiah Likely, no Travis Kelsey, no David Njoku. It's, it's looking pretty dire for tight ends. So I really like Jawan Johnson this week. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, like you said, I mean, Jawan Johnson has been pretty disappointing on the year. Expected bigger things with him with Derek Carr coming over. It, for whatever reason, just didn't happen early, but it's starting to catch on here late, and it's it's good to see. And like you said, I could definitely see it continuing and him getting continuing that touchdown streak at the end of the year here against the Falcons. So, Joe, who is your last boom player for the last week of the regular season for 2023 slash 2024. <laughs> yeah. My last player, I'm going to go with wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Mike Vrabel said he expects Will Levis to start this game. 
uh, despite the high ankle sprain, which is good news if you got DeAndre Hopkins because Levis, you know, likes to take the deep shots down the field, unlike Ryan Tannehill. And, you know, even if he's covered, Will Levis will just kind of toss it up to him and give him a chance to come down and make a play. And Hopkins gets to face the Jaguars defense this week, who are the 11th easiest matchup for wide receivers. And if, if Levis doesn't happen to play uh, with the high ankle sprain and Tannehill gets to start, then I don't really like Hopkins as much. Yeah, well, I mean, when it comes down to it, I really like this matchup. Jacksonville has been a team I've been targeting for receivers. They just seem to really do well against them. So it makes a lot of sense. It's not like he has a lot of target share that he has to really compete with. And Vrabel, right. you know, Vrabel is one of those, you know, old school type of guys. He's going to, he's this is going to be a dog fight. He's not going to let Jacksonville just, you know, win an easy one. He's going to go for the jugular. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, just, uh, yeah, everyone that thinks just because they're a five-win team expects them to lay down. I mean, this Mike Vrabel is going to get these guys playing, even though they don't have anything to play for. They're trying to spoil the Jaguars season, and they don't want to see them as the division winner again. So I'm expecting them to come out firing. So my last player that I think is going to boom is going to be running back Khalil Herbert at the Green Bay Packers. Uh, slight tangent here. Where, where, there's these players that are coming out of nowhere, you know, these last few weeks of the season, guys who were absolutely like nothing burgers for the beginning of the year. All of a sudden they're coming out of nowhere uh, to do something good. And Killer Herbert's one of them. Uh, you know, out of nowhere, he's become fantasy relevant over the past two weeks. He's been the running back seven and running back nine. In total, he's had 38 carries, 236 rushing yards, and two touchdowns. I mean, this guy's getting a ton of volume. Now Herbert goes up against the Green Bay Packers, who are one of the best matchups for running backs, allowing 16.8 fantasy points per game. I know it's sort of risky because, you know, Herbert has, you know, been kind of nowhere to be found. Uh, but he's been showing up, and to me, you got to ride the hot hand. So I, I feel confident in playing him. I think he's going to have a good week. Yeah, yeah, I like this call out. I mean, Herbert was a guy, you know, he showed that he's been uh, able to do things and was talented, but, you know, got hurt earlier this year. So the Bears kind of had to mix in different backs, you know, think they were expecting more from, you know, Roshan Johnson, but just haven't really got the production. And they've really just been turning the keys over to Herbert these last few weeks, um, to your point. And I, I think uh, he should smash as well. Well, I was surprised, too, even in the last week he played Atlanta. Atlanta is not the best matchup, but he still did well. So I, I don't know what it is. It's just something, something's doing, going, going right. It's just the Bears in general seems to be things are going right for the Bears these past few weeks. It's just crazy how things change uh, so yeah. quickly in the NFL. Yeah, it really is, man. I mean, they looked like a complete dumpster fire. And just, uh, I, I, I mean, a team you could pick on as far as their defense. Their defense has turned it around. Um, you know, they figured out something with Justin Fields in this offense. And to the point where the fans are, uh, you know, rooting for Justin Fields to stay as their quarterback uh, for the future. So we'll see what happens. So that does it for our eight players that we think are going to boom in Week 18. Although the regular season is coming to a close, uh, don't fret because we're going to be here through the 2024 offseason. Even next week, we might be talking about who we're going to be looking at in 2024. You're not going to want to miss that. Thank you so much for watching and until next time.